transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. What's up? What is up, my dude? We we're officially. What's up? What's up? Oh man, we got to do like I don't know. Like I, I really, you know, you you mentioned fucking Mr. Love on the podcast, and I, I it's got me thinking like so hard about like the most random characters, and uh, and he's one of them. Mm-hmm. I would just like if I could ever just bump into that individual in the wild, like. I probably would still ask him to say Muzzies. <laughs> right. Like, like I'd be like, oh my God, I know that face. Hey, Muzzy Sticks. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, I want that. But like that's, that's why. That was so, kind of reminded me of just for some reason, like Muzzies. <laughs> there, there was this guy in high school that he was friends with my stepbrother, actually, and he'd, he'd always walk up and go, What's up, string bean? (laughs) (laughs) Carving out a catchphrase for himself already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm practicing this one. You know, I'd say I got a couple catchphrases in the bank, you know. I think they're good to have. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What's up, string bean? It's just the yeah. voice, though. Just like, is there That's the o, way he said it, o, too. An O in there somewhere? Walls up. String B. And he'd always, like, draw out string B. God damn. He was a cool guy, but yeah. For sure. There's, dude, there's plenty of characters that we, we uh, <laughs> yeah we're around the valley that's for sure yeah oh my god that's uh, without a doubt but okay dear hot dogs although i know you enjoy the sound of our voice we are going to talk about an actual movie i guarantee you we know it yeah it's our, it's our obligation as whack arnold's brothers to talk about uh <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever really horror in this instance but oh man right yeah dude there's like <laughs> the 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 fact that we've uh, we've breached ten now, episode ten. Now we're on episode eleven. It's, uh, to me, yes. to me, it's a big thing. It's a big move. We're going down a path, man. Twenties in the twenties within reach now. <laughs> right, nine, nine episodes away. So we, I'm excited about the, like the progression of this of this this podcast so far, man. It's been really fun. But uh, yeah, uh, what but what movie what movie are we talking about this week? So you you uh, suggested this because. It's not necessarily a shitty movie, but it is an out, an outrageous movie. Um, it's called Satanic Panic, and it's from 2019, and it is a fun ride. It is a fun ride, man. Satanic Panic. Satanic. Uh, yeah, it's well, like, and we were talking about it a little bit before the before recording. Like one of the the you know things I uh, that I wanted to talk about. Uh, you know in relation to this movie is that is that like it's you know it's listed as like a horror comedy and right and it uh to me it's it's really you know like the movies that we watch really kind of like a- accidentally stumble into like sort of humor i think most of the time you know yeah uh, yeah because mainly because of age uh, but uh, whatever other factors you know it, and so I just thought it was like, it was interesting because this is definitely like it's attempting to like be sort of funny at times, but yeah, I think it's it's like an interesting example of like a self-aware horror movie. Like it's it's definitely like a self-aware, yeah, it's true, like more modern like uh, horror. That I just thought it was it'd be interesting to like talk about that and then like in relation to some of the like older stuff that we enjoy. Yeah, but satanic. Panic, it is like man. a nice little throwback. Like it could you know. You put some like you put a different filter on the on on like the whole look of it like you kind of put some graininess on there you could probably pass yeah. it off for like an 80s an 80s or 90s movie you know totally um but 
this uh that the cast is like i remember when scrolling through the cast was like something that stuck out to me because one this has rebecca romaine in it who and she's smoking hot dude. still Ooh, she's still got she's it. so beautiful she's, yeah she is, she is man just a gorgeous woman um and of all things, the other thing that appealed to me was Jerry o- O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is I mean, Jerry O'Connell doing?" <laughs> he's he's done some good. Like he was in Scream Two, and you yeah. know, he's 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 done some good horror movies. But he's also, you know, he also did Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was I, I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah, his, his role is small, but it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, was, Where, was he did, did it wasn't he in a movie oh was he in joe's apartment that movie about the cockroaches yes yes that, yes that's that's the other thing i have i have reference because me and me and luke gillespie used to watch that uh yeah but i just that, that movie so is, is uh, that movie yeah absurd. That movie. yeah i like, never really got into that movie like i think i tried watching it once and i don't know it was for like for us back in the day, it was it was it definitely had like some humor notes I'd say to it, especially because like because weren't the weren't the cockroaches like talking and shit? Yeah, the cockroaches were like sentient and like doing shit. Like it was basically <laughs> like it was basically like Jerry O'Connell somehow had like unspoken mutant powers and he was like he was like lording <laughs> over this like apartment full of cockroaches or something. And, oh wow! Like, you know, but like it was yeah, it, just a ridiculous movie. But I just thought it was funny to see his name pop up because like. I just couldn't remember the last time I had seen him in something. Yeah, it's true. I mean, because, like, you know, when he was younger, he was in, you know, Stand By Me. Like, he had a good career, and then he obviously, he, um, who is he married to? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, he, he was, he did, he had, like, a really good, like, kind of child acting career. And then he's sort of just like i don't know it's like macaulay culkin you probably don't have to necessarily like take roles if you don't want anymore you know like macaulay culkin did this really interesting podcast with uh with joe rogan and that's one of the things he talked about is like something people don't necessarily understand is that like he basically saved Got all of to his a point money yeah from his childhood oh. and and now just can just do whatever the fuck he wants and that's like a really interesting life and like you know yeah. whatever i agree with that but uh oh dude so wasn't he married to her rebecca romaine stadium i was just gonna say he is currently married to rebecca romaine okay so that makes sense yeah he's a lucky son of a bitch man how did jerry o'connell get to where he's at man (laughs) jerry o'connell must have actually made a real deal with the devil deal with the devil yeah (laughs) i guess which which brings us right to the movie so yeah satanic panic uh, I just want to shout it all the time. Uh, <laughs> like, you, you basically you're you're following the main this main character, a delivery, uh, a pizza delivery uh, person who works. Uh, it's her first day, uh, her by first, the way. Yeah, her first day, which I kept like kept bringing up a couple times in the movie, which I, I just kept thinking like every time they brought it up, like, what a fucking gnarly day that must like. I would never. I wouldn't think I'd ever set foot back in that pizza shop after like a night like that, like I just had. But no. uh, anyway, so you're following Sam, and and uh, Sam is played by somebody named Haley Griffith. I've never I don't think I've her. ever seen her before, but yeah, yeah she did a good I, job. Yeah, exactly. Like I actually like thought she was a pretty like good lead for this this movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, like there are some really kind of campy parts throughout. Like her character does have some like like there's a there's like some backstory that they try to build with her character that just doesn't really like play because you're just sort of like i don't think i'm ever going to see this character again yeah so exactly I, I don't know why why i necessarily need to need to know this backstory invested, yeah but but basically so you're you know she gets assigned uh sam gets assigned s- some different like deliveries one of them right in the beginning of the movie is like i don't know like a frat guy or something like that (laughs) yeah uh, who's also named sam and he introduces this idea of uh the code of sam's or whatever (laughs) which i thought was kind of cool sam's helping sam's but then he but then he doesn't tip her (laughs) yeah yeah dude exactly he helps she helps move his couch and then he does he he gives her an expired applebee's coupon (laughs) the fuck the fuck oh man 
yeah sam's helping sam's that that's our jam or whatever but yeah so, yeah. She goes, so, she, so she's like zooming around on her moped in like kind of this sequence of like going to a few different delivery stops and then she lands kind of a bigger one with five pizzas out to this you know ritzy neighborhood that nobody likes right to because they right tip. it doesn't seem like anybody in this town tips <laughs> tips yeah uh, and so she takes in she's like whatever i'll go um and uh basically she gets when she gets there to drop the pizzas off it's sort of this like strange affair so first it's like this huge fucking place with this yeah. giant gate right like it's a mansion yeah oh it's a mansion <laughs> <laughs> Re- reckon there's a mansion right there uh yeah that's it's huge and so she goes to the door you know delivers the zaz to some really creepy looking dude who, <laughs> who yeah he like won't even word. talk to her yeah he doesn't say a word and he just has these like like wide eyes he's like I don't know. He's just staring at her. I don't know. It's like strange, but uh, also does not tip. And they, they, of course, as somebody who's worked in the service industry, as you have, my friend, you know that when you see a bill that's a hundred and two bucks and there's zero dollars in dollars. Yeah, it's it's a little heartbreaking. You do kind of want to fucking freak us for a second. You know, it's like what the shit, dude. Uh, yeah. But you know what's interesting is that like I, you know, uh. She, she does this, Sam does decide to kind of like act on the impulse of like, just, you know, oh, I got fucking burned again. So she like- kind Yeah, of- cause her, cause yeah, she hasn't made any money and her bike, her moped won't start. So she's like, you know what? Let's just go to these people's house and try to get a tip. Yeah, let's just go talk, let's just go try and talk. Oh, that's right, because one of Bad the- Bad idea, by the way. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. You could instantly get caught with like breaking and entering in that situation. Yeah. Uh, but I for, I for, I totally forgot. Like near the beginning of the movie, like one of the other uh, drivers, there's two other delivery drivers that you get introduced uh-huh. to. Uh, one of them is this kind of skeezy dude who yep. is like, I got you. He's like job. hitting on her. Now you're yeah. my girlfriend. And, like, and then this other, the other one's like, yeah, yeah. Who's like, he was like telling her about some of the different spots in town. And when she got the big delivery, he told her the story about how <laughs> he, was like, he was like, I went there and like nobody tipped. And so I, you know, went around to the side of the house and I like look in and there's just, everybody's just naked and boning each other. Like everybody's fucking. He's like, and then, you know, the dogs are like, boning. Yeah. Cats like, yeah. <laughs> frogs and shit. <laughs> like, like, so he's like, he's like, but then I got it. He's like, I, I went in there and you know pass the hat around and walked out with 32 bucks <laughs> and so i think that's kind of yeah that was like his only line in the movie yeah <laughs> oh except for the epic the, the well they tried to make it epic the line where he's like you leave you leave you go there pizza delivery boy you come back a pizza delivery man. oh yeah <laughs> 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 that's so skeezy wow but, but yeah he, a, he he cut he kind of alludes to you know it's a weird neighborhood you know yeah exactly and and i think that kind of you know was like the seed that sort of planted sam to the sort of you know go around the side of the house and try and like pass the hat around or whatever but when she gets inside it's such a weird mm-hmm. uh like weird vibe like it's like a um, yeah. supposed like little dinner party-esque thing but uh rebecca romaine and this is one of the things i loved about her character is that she's like you know standing in front of this group uh the, the, all these neighbors and whatnot and she's basically pitching you know uh bringing about like a uh, satan or whatever but she's doing it in this way where it's like she sounds like a motivational like yeah that like, comes to your house and like you sit down with all your friends and then they like they just sit there and sell you things <laughs> like, yeah you know, she's like, she's like, like are you ready to change your life like yeah, da, 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 da. exactly exactly are you ready for wealth and I, yeah for a second i thought she was gonna start sh- sh- like shelling out essential oils to everybody or something but <laughs> jesus but nope nope it's satan it's <laughs> But before before that really kind of like unfolds, there's this great sort of like couple of interactions where like the Sam character is bumping through the crowd, and you can noticeably tell that like they were all sort of just like, you know, every person she interacts with is like, "What are you here for?" Like, right? You know, and uh, so she because it's like this super rich neighborhood, you know, and she's just this, you know, yeah, she's she a normie. Is. 
she hey yeah, she's a normie she has a she has a leather jacket with with pins on it and and buttons and and she has a she has a moped like, yeah oh my god oh god yeah. <laughs> well because someone like they, they make lines in the movie about it like her kmart bra you know and this that oh, and all this yeah. stuff you know <laughs> yeah, how dare you be poor yeah and it's like it's like this i mean it's it's like definitely like a prevalent theme for the movie because yeah yeah but but yeah they, you kind of really get introduced to that like very kind of like snobbery a highbrow aspect in the in this scene and and it um you know she like it's it's kind of interesting because it's like you find out that this this scene introduces a lot of like really weird elements one you find out that they're like performing some you know uh, satanic ritual tonight you also find out that uh they don't have like their sacrifice they're virgin because virgin which is Oh, again, for something I forgot. Because the very first scene of the movie is like, you see a, a first-person point of view of someone walking through a mansion, and they go upstairs and they, they discover a girl and a guy having sex, and the girl's like, "Mom, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know, and you're like, "I wonder what that's all about." Yeah, but. exactly. Also, side note: in that sequence, there's a there's like a shot where like this hand, you know, the the, the person the perspective that you're at that his hand comes and, like slams this girl's like head against the wall and it's like the softest looking thing <laughs> it's like right it's, like this little, like pop it was it was a nice <sighs> clean like, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was the most nerfy looking head slam i've ever seen but uh yeah and so and and so that interaction kind of is you finally figure out sort of like what that was where it's you know, in this in this instance, like the the cult or whatever, they just don't have they no longer have their virgin sacrifice, and so they're yeah. like scrambling to do one. It's Beltane. It's a full moon. <laughs> the the gypsy character, she's hilarious. Yeah, gypsy. Yeah, and that she, was the other the other standout. Like gypsy man. She's like she just asks him in front of the whole group of people. She's like, "Are you a virgin?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Like. It was the like, and you know, Sam's response was actually really great. Like, she was just like instantly like, "That's really personal information." <laughs> like, and they're instantly like, "She's a virgin." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and but then like, yeah, really quickly, it's like all of a sudden after, as soon as they find out she's a virgin, they all like kind of like huddle around her and start like you know grabbing at her, and and then Rebecca Romaine comes up and just like blows some like random dust in her face <laughs> like she's yeah she's down for the count but i kept thinking like there's like two people standing right behind sam's character in this like they definitely got a face full of that dust man i wonder yeah I they could have <laughs> they could have they definitely did but anyway so so it kind of knocks sam unconscious and then it immediately kind of goes to probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie although it is really cringy in a lot of ways. Uh, is is the jerry o'connell scene so sam's kind of like waking up yeah what's where am i and like and she sees like football playing on the tv that was like that's like the first thing you see out of this next sequence is like, yeah yeah and uh and then it's like he turns and it's just jerry or jerry o'connell on a couch chiefing on like a big vape <laughs> like, he's yeah he, yeah later he like he's like it's good kush or something yeah yeah it was like the most the most like i don't know i was like uh, it was like such a weird way of talk like talking about marijuana it was, it's really yeah. good kush <laughs> like it sounded so <laughs> sterile it was like but uh yes and his, so you find out that his character uh samuel is actually like basically just being like kept in this room for i don't know well, some sort of like moment where they're gonna kill him basically yeah he, he he even explains he's like i'm gonna die you know you're gonna die like yada 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 and he he also explains to her what's going on you know they're gonna uh they need a virgin because they're going to try to uh, summon baphomet and uh she's gonna birth his child and she's like the she's like the band <laughs> yeah he's like yeah he said something like like uh he's like it's gonna you know come it's, it's gonna like impregnate you and then like you're gonna give birth to it all at the same time or whatever and she says something like this like random line where she's like i've seen that album cover <laughs> it's like, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know like it's it's interesting it's just interesting because it's like 
this scene ramps up really quick. So at first you're sort of like, okay, maybe Jerry O'Connell's like not that bad of a of a character, you know? Yeah. But, but then as soon as you know uh, Sam, the, the delivery driver, is like trying to get, trying to figure out a way out of the out of the place, and she lets it be known that you know she's a virgin and all this, like it immediately takes this different turn where like, and kind of comedically like you know in, the, in this way where it's like boom, like. Sam's facing, you know, the door. She turns around, and all of a sudden, Jerry O'Connell has no pants on. You know, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and but then it gets like, then he kind of gets really like weird and sort of like, I mean, it's like it's just, I'm, it's like this really rapey kind of vibe that he puts out. But he, yeah, he's like, he's he, <laughs> like, it's like so strange. He's like, he's like, let's just basically his idea is like, let's fuck so you can't be a virgin. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they can't sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like us fucking is the lesser of two evils in this situation. <laughs> there's a there's a hilarious line here because she, you know, he, he he has her on the ground and she slaps him, and he slaps her back and he goes, "Look what you made me do! I'm a feminist." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, and then that's followed up really quickly by like, and then, like she just let, uh, and I, I really appreciated like them putting like, something like this in there, you know, like. I love characters that don't just like sit there and take it. Characters that kind of fight back uh, because that was such a trope for so long. But then she like kind of right after that feminist line, she domes him right in the nose, and then he starts bleeding like all over her. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. Then, and then like she's kind of like getting up, you know, to like make a escape move, and he pulls a gun on her. Well, because her phone rings. For, oh, yeah, yeah her right, phone right, rings. Her phone rings, and it's like Duncan or whatever, like the like skeezy guy that like got her a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. And then, uh, yeah, and then Jerry O'Connell pulls a gun on her and he, he's like, you know, he's basically like, well, one way or another, you're not gonna fuck, like, they're not gonna fucking get their virgin. And mm -hmm. <laughs> then like- it's so uh, great. Yeah, he's like pointing it at her. It doesn't, it doesn't work. The gun's not working as he's trying to shoot her. So he, you know, in, in idiotic fashion, he turns it around. He's like pointing it at himself. And then just so quickly, bop, he just shoots himself like, right through the collar. <laughs> <laughs> It was so great, dude. Like, it's one of the things I loved about this scene was that it had like this really interesting, great pacing where it's like things were just like all of a sudden, like, boom, it happened. And like, yeah, that, that gunshot was one of them. It wasn't drawn out. It wasn't like anticipation. Like, it was just sort of like, he's look, he's looking at it, boom, it shoots him. And like, and like, you know, then he starts bleeding out. Sam makes a run for it. Uh, right. Yeah. That, that whole fucking sequence was just so, like, that whole scene was so great. Uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, what's the, uh, the what's the scene right after? This? Is this the scene right after this where they where Rebecca Romain discovers Sam? Yeah. Samuel, the, she like she, she like shoves her fingers into his gunshot wound and like essentially pulls his heart his soul out. It's his, explained later. Yeah. For the for the soul souffle they make later, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and that, what a cool like I actually thought that was a pretty cool sequence, man. Because like she does, she starts out like kind of like she has like a couple of, like fingers in in his gunshot wound, and you're just like, oh, maybe she's just fucking with him. That's nah, that's awful. And then she like or just putting him out of his misery, you know? Yeah, doing something with him. And then yeah, all of a sudden she's like you know fucking arm deep in in Jerry O'Connell trying to pull out something. It was it was, it was cool. And that's one of the that's one of the moments in this movie that I really just in general I, I think they just pulled off like some cool goriness like not a ton mm -hmm. but like there was a couple of cool sequences. Uh, but then uh, what's right after this sequence? It's uh, Sam. Sam is. There's another. Again. It's like it's like there's like great sequence after great sequence because Sam like runs to one of the neighbors' houses yeah. and uh, it's this girl who who claims that she's babysitting these kids um and she kind of helps sam out a, a little bit she like she but she's really weird you know yeah like she gets her shirt but you can hear people upstairs like muffling but you don't know what's going on quite yet um and the girl is like wipes her blood off and she gives her a drink and tells her to drink it but uh before she can drink it she sets it down and one of the kids comes and grabs it and drinks it yeah, yeah. The, the just kids, to cut it we're not really doing the scene justice but yeah the, the, the kids are little shitheads yeah dude well it's it is a really like cool scene because like the the babysitter character does kind of give off this like she's she gives off this like really perfectly like 
not trustworthy vibe, but like also like, yeah. all right, I feel like this person's gonna help the, the main character, but maybe not. It, it actually just worked really well. And, but like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, those little kids were little shits. And, and they were kind of like that way from the get go. But when they steal the beverage, which you think is just like Coca-Cola or whatever, because the babysitter said, has this line where she's like, something like, uh, oh, drink it. The sugar will help you, you know, stay, not go out, not go into shock or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so you think like the kids are just like stealing it just to get like the, the, the soda or whatever. The soda, yeah. And then, uh, but when Sam walks in and like discovers them with, you know, it's like following them in the living room or whatever, she sees them. Well, I can't, what, I don't even know what they're watching, but it's some, like some fucked violent, up movie. Very yeah. violent movie. And then shortly after, uh, shortly afterwards, like, Oh no! Then then Sam uh, follows up and tries to like ask the babysitter, you know, if she called the cops. Cops, yeah. The babysitter's like, oh yeah, I did. I forgot something. And then you hear like thud. <laughs> yeah, good. Like, the kid just what? passes out. Yeah. No, I think did he did he actually did he, did he actually pass out or was that thing poison? Or was that thing like? It was poison because she because like it's she alludes to like where Sam no, realizes that she tried to yeah. give her like. A poison drink, but she, but her, but the babysitter's like, oh no, the kid's just, uh, Dialing like, panic, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just diabetic. Why'd you give him soda? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. And then, and then the other little kid tases her, and this is where you realize, you know, they're like everyone's in on this kind of, yeah. um, yeah, a couple of things happen really quickly. Uh, the kid, like you mentioned, the kid tases her like a couple, a couple times in the leg. But then she just straight fucking decks that kid, which I thought was such a funny. Like she just throws, knocks the kid out, and then the babysitter goes, the babysitter's like says something like, "Here's a fucking kid." (laughs) (laughs) And then an incredibly the the next like insane sequence happens where she goes upstairs to investigate these noises, and. this lady pops out of one of the rooms this girl pops out of one of the rooms and she has this giant like drill looking like dildo apparatus on her body (laughs) you're like what the fuck it's this huge like uh yeah just like i don't know exactly how you just i mean i don't know how better to describe it than like drill like dildo like apparatus you know it was a huge strap-on that looked violent yeah (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, and then she so she just like she basically uh, tries to, or no, no, that's right, that's right. That lady comes out, and then the babysitter continues to try to kill Sam. And there's like some sort of basically slip up where the the babysitter gets drilled with like the fucking giant drill. Dildo yeah, or whatever. She gets yeah, and it was and then the drill dildo. Yeah, the drill though. The drill though. The drill though. Like goes into the wall and electrocutes the the other girl. And they both dying. It's pretty awesome. It was a really cool sequence at first because like when she gets impaled, like she slowly like you uh, you yeah. tell the spinning because she slowly get gets closer and then like it almost embraces the other person. It was well done. Yeah. Yeah. But then they and they're like, they're supposed to be sisters. They're sisters. Yeah. <laughs> But then the electrocution scene was was sequence was kind of funny because like it shows the drill though in the or in a in the wall and then it's just like there's no wires touching it or anything it's just like it was like classic kind of campy fashion and that was something I I, I love that they did but, uh, yeah yeah and so <laughs> needless to say uh, just wild sequence but this uh, this introduces another. Kind of main character to the rest of the movie, uh, Judy, yeah. who is like tied up and basically strapped down naked, and was probably going to be the victim of the drildo. She uh, was. She definitely was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so you get you get introduced to her, and she gets Sam kind of helps her uh, get free, and they both take off from that house. Yeah, but before they do, the, um, Sam like tries making a. F- this is where you learn that kind of like yeah. everybody's in on it because she tries making a phone call, but somehow yeah. it, she tries making a call to the police, but like the neighborhood rerouted the phone number and it's the cult members and now they know where they're at. And then they go to the house and this is where you find out a little backstory where Rebecca Romaine, Danica, her character, 
explains that that's her daughter, Judy's her daughter, and she was sent to that house to be killed by two of the cult members, but they handed her down to their daughters to do it, and it wasn't successful. But Judy's the one that was in the opening scene who was supposed to be the virgin for their sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll learn all that out right here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and this, like, you could already see some tension really building. Yeah, this, like, between Gypsy, yeah. And, and yeah. this kind of adds even more of that because like, everybody was sort of like, you know, like, why didn't, like, why did you, I don't know. It, it just, it, it just, it was an interesting dynamic because Gypsy clearly, she's a really funny character, but she's really effective at, like, being that voice and like in the scenes where she's just sort of like, uh, like, yeah, like, all right, why did you do that? I don't know. She's like really pro. Uh, yeah, she's she questioning, and, you yeah, know, questions like a lot. By the way, uh, that, that <clears throat> actress's name is Arden and Mirren, and I, I couldn't, picture, yeah, she's I, great. I pictured, like, what else do you know what else she's done? Because I've, I just know that she's been in a bunch of other shit because she's super familiar looking, yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, I swear to god, I've seen her before. Um, but yeah, she she was really fucking funny in this movie, just in general. Uh, yeah, and there's also like this you, this like maybe one of the first times you hear this random side character speak, but it's one of the cult me- it's one of the cult members, and it's this dude with this like really big mustache, like mustache, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds like the doofiest guy I've ever Steven, heard. yeah, Steven, uh, yeah, he just he reminded me like his character the entire movie give, gives off this like weird i mean he 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 looks like a 70s cult member <laughs> yeah he does or a 70s porn star yeah. yeah or a 70s porn star a porn star in a cult <laughs> yeah why not but anyway so they so judy and sam are now trying to uh basically just escape the neighborhood at this point but well not well they don't really try well, to escape kind, kind of yeah they're like, trying to hide like out. It, 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 yeah, they go into the next house and it shows this dynamic where Sam wants to escape, but Judy having, you know, been part of the cult or whatever, and and it establishes that she knows some spells or two. She's more or less like, there's no point in running because they're just going to, you know, they're going to, no matter what we do, they're going to, their will will be done. And, you know, basically we're screwed and we're going to die tonight. Yeah. So they kind of like, Put, go into this house and Judy starts putting salt everywhere to try to keep the demons out and that doesn't really work out too well because quickly after that this uh, we forgot to mention that they Danica and her cult followers like had made this soul souffle thing oh and my they god put, dude hold on yeah we totally forgot to mention <laughs> that we gotta go back to the soul souffle though real quick we're gonna neighbor they're gonna chill out in this neighbor house we gotta go back to that soul souffle though because because you so so the the heart or whatever soul organ that that Danica pulls out of Jerry O'Connell, she immediately yeah. turns to this right. She immediately turns to like the Danielle character and is like, mm-hmm. put this in the oven at two twenty for forty minutes. Stuff it with bay leaves, this, corn, this, this, and this. graveyard <laughs> dirt. And yeah. like, don't she's like, don't use my good pan. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And then like, so you know. So the whole the the whole uh, <coughs> first like neighborhood house sequence happens, and then it kind yeah. of goes back to like, ding, souffle's done, and then yeah. they're like, so they check it out, and it's this. I don't even understand what this scene was for because did did it ever come back? No, it didn't ever come back. That's that's what because well, they 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 set it out, and it get they you know later in the movie, it, like, Sam and Judy like, kind of. Yeah, and she, they they dispatch it, but either way, yeah, it's this weird sequence where the, she she cuts it open. She's cutting it open, and uh, it's huge. It's like alive. It's yeah. huge and it's alive. So like when it put when they put it in there, it was like in the palm of your hand, and mm-hmm. and now it's like filling this whole like fucking turkey baking tray or whatever. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah, dude, and it's like it's like kind of like pulsating, and it's all like just it just it looked really gross, honestly. <laughs> Then yeah. Rebecca Roman and Danica, sorry, cuts her finger and like puts her finger in it and it starts like sucking on her finger. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like she like opens it up somehow and like is like kind of like pulling apart some like, I don't know, skin and or whatever fleshy stuff. 
and then yeah she like cuts her finger and like gives it a little drop of blood and then like sticks her finger in it and then like yeah it does whatever it does maybe it's just like now it knows it's master or something yeah <laughs> you know uh but then she but also then it starts, throws. It starts, it starts like yeah, kind of going crazy. And they put uh, something else in there, right? What, what was it? Though? Part of part of Sam's T-shirt, which has her blood on it, because they're going to use this. It's called a. Uh, they have a term for it that they call it. It's like a um, a hexa something, and um, oh, a hexa cloak. And they're going to use it to help find where where Sam's at, because they need their version. Yeah, that's right. That's right, and. Um, and so like they they basically they go and they set it out we <laughs> should like, just like launches out of the pan and flies off and it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and oh and like kind of an important scene little, little thing happens here where where it's uh you know when they let it when they let it out to go find sam um it's gypsy danica and that danielle character or whatever Mm-hmm. And uh, Danica like throw, throws like this rag that she was like had soaking up some of her ex- extra blood on. She like throws it at Gypsy and is like burn. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that comes back into play later uh, because it hasn't. Yeah, Gypsy up. keeps it. Long story short, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so back at the the second house that, that which turns out to be Gypsy's house. Yeah, turns out to be Gypsy's house. Um, yeah, uh, Judy has kind of put salt around most of the perimeters. Sam is up, goes upstairs to sort of uh, get a shirt. A, yeah, find a shirt, and she sees this like disturbing series of like family framed <laughs> things where it's like it's like a family with two kids, a boy and a girl, and then like it's, yeah, it's like, like family on vacation, and then it's like it's like a picture of like that that's like a crayon drawing of like you know by some kid where like the entire family and they're all in black cloaks and then there's like another pick crayon drawing of the entire family but the parents and the daughter are over here and then there's like a boy hanging from a tree with like blood coming off of it. <laughs> yeah. and then it's like then there's like an actual family portrait of just like the two parents and the daughter right after that yeah and i was like what the fuck dude <laughs> and that's when you learn it's they're in yeah. gypsy's house yeah it's, yeah but uh but the other thing you learned is that they forgot you know some uh you know one one window or entryway it was like cracked yeah yeah and so it lets in perhaps this hexen uh cloak hexically yeah sam's like on a bed and um you see this sheet start moving yeah and, and it starts it, choking her and it starts yeah. going down her throat and it's dude, like that, that would mad. fucking suck that would dude that like that actually like that actually bothered me a bit because i was i couldn't stop like thinking about like like they like judy runs up and starts like helping her and starts like pulling out the the sheet that's like a mm-hmm. tiger that's like jammed itself down her throat and like it looks like she pulls out you know oh quite a bit of sheet i was like that that would fucking the, the feeling of suffocating that way or whatever would Oh, just gives me the weird. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so they, so they, and then they do this like interesting thing where like she, they, they basically like you know they wrap up the sheet a little bit and then Judy takes it down the to uh, the sink in the kitchen and like puts water on it and then throws it in the freezer to like mm-hmm. maybe, I guess freeze it or whatever and like they yeah, like, which which I thought was kind of a, a kind of a clever move you know it's like good on you. Uh, but, and yeah, Gypsy so, can like feel it. She like knows that it failed. Um, yeah. So she goes and questions Danica again. You know, this is like the second time where she questions her. She's like, "If, if your hexacloak failed, like, yada yada yada." Yeah. And this is when the rest of the group are starting to agree with Gypsy. You know, yeah. like maybe she should be the leader. Yeah. Because- but Gypsy also gives Danica Sam's phone that she had found earlier, which comes into play in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Um, the next thing if I'm correct the next thing is that you know they keep trying to attack the two girls and one of the next sequences is oh the next sequence is so awesome yeah that's the uh, they're like trying to um, Gypsy's like trying to cast some sort of like spell like I don't know just like a killing spell or something Judy starts bleeding from her eyes they're like playing with a voodoo doll and trying to shove needles in her and it's this cool back and forth yeah where yeah, yeah and they're trying to do this to her 
but Judy knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they start doing their own ritual to counteract it. It's, yeah. it's a really cool scene. She like gives Sam some, you know, sort of like spell-like thing to write write all over her body basically to yeah. lock out the the attack, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so like there's this like frantic sequence of like, you know, Sam you know, marking all over, you know, every like possible like skin surface that you can get to on on Judy and then Gypsy like slowly kind of doing more and more uh kind of violent stuff to the the doll that she has. Yeah, they put it in like a a little container that has dirt and worms in it. Yeah, and then, Judy's and, puking up worms yeah, and that was gnarly. Like right on the Sam's hand. Sam's like riding right in front of her and she's like, <laughs> like right under her fucking hands. And then uh, needles start coming out of her fingertips and her eyes. It was like, oh yeah, that visual that visual is fucked, dude. I was like I, I, the, the the I couldn't tell what what was worse though. I mean like physically probably eyes, but you know, yeah, the visual, just like seeing the needles coming out of the eyes, was rough. But the ones coming out of the fingertips too, I was just like, oh, oh god. god, oh god, yeah, not the Lady Deathstrike look you want. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but it's a, it, you're right, dude. It's a really cool back and forth kind of like battle, you know, battle, uh, yeah, and the, the way they 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 shot it. Um, but you know, it's then this this is where i was like talking about earlier where they try and jam the sort of like backstory into sam's character uh exactly where it's like all of a sudden like here they introduce the idea that like uh she had a she had cancer and she went into remission Mm -hmm. and her she had met somebody while in treatment and they were and he did not go into remission or whatever and and, uh you know one thing that's the reason why she's still a virgin is because he couldn't uh, you know, his cancer couldn't uh, made it so he couldn't fuck or whatever, and then and uh, right, and then he dies. Yeah, and then he dies, and she feels bad and all this stuff. And I was just like, it was just like a really weird moment. There's already such an it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I was just like, I don't care about that. Like, uh, and that kind of bled into every other right, backstory. right. Like from there, it kind of made every other bit of her backstory sort of like just lame to me. But. um but yeah, it was. I mean, eventually they they cast, they get like, you know, they defeat Gypsy. We'll say, and yes, you know, uh, Gypsy realizes at that point that Danica has taught uh, Judy some things out of like their book of spells or whatever. Yeah, she's she's angry about it. Yeah, and she's like she says it's like she's like you never intended to sacrifice her or whatever. Like why would you but be- teach her? Before that, before she. Um- before she goes and, you know, um, questions Danica, though, there's a scene where Danica lures Duncan there. This is she, like, calls him and she... Yeah, she, like, makes up this lie that that she was supposed to have a, a Tinder date with Sam, but all Sam could talk about is Duncan, so she laughed and she's like, I have an eight ball of coke. Why don't you come over here and fill me up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did she so Duncan, it? because he's a skis ball, goes. He's a ball. He thinks they, it's just like this cougar with cocaine who's just wanting to yeah. be in, in this rich neighborhood because her husband's out of town or something. So he's like, yeah. Which, dude. I mean, if sure. that would have been true, he's a lucky son of a bitch, I guess. But. <laughs> For sure. But you're right. Like, it, it was, well, but, but, but to do this, to, to like, get him to over there, she, and this, like, she, it shows Danica like opening this jar of something called convincer's root. Convincer's root, yeah. Like noshes off a bite of it and then like sells them on this stuff and then, you know, which I thought was kind of cool. I I I like that it was like there was still like some extra like spell play sort of put into there. You know what I mean? Or some sort of magic put into there. I wish I would have read what the rest of the jars said. One of them said like financial panic, but there's like a bunch of jars there and I didn't read any of them. But you could tell that yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, there's they're, witchcraft they're, going on. There's witchcraft. But yeah, Duncan comes over. He she gives him a line or two of coke, and he quickly realizes that he can't move. Yeah, you know, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And then she starts pulling his like insides out because she's gonna u- use his guts to make a map of where Sam's at or something. Yeah, it it escalated quickly really fast so the first year it's like okay Danica's like <laughs> seducing this dude she does look like she has some cocaine so she like 
straddles the dude and like gives him a couple of bumps and then the, yeah he like can't feel his legs and then out of like just like almost like right after that she's like you know she's like she, oh no no she like she asked him about his legs and she starts rolling uh like some plastic out <laughs> like you're like oh fuck. and she like yeah. you know, puts like his legs on there and then starts just just like pulling out his like large intestine or whatever it was so gnarly it like it, it looked really it looked really like kind of gross dude because like they did that close-up shot where it was like his like just the mouth and then uh, like like it was just like yeah whatever noises you know? like, are coming out of him it's fucking grody but yeah and then she, yeah like, it was disgusting then she like kind of just digs her hands right in and starts like moving the guts all about on on like the plastic or whatever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like some sort of like i don't know she's reading it i don't know what she's reading out of it but she finds out where they are so but the, but then this is yeah where gypsy and the followers come in and gypsy's like well, how dare you teach your daughter how to, uh, how to, um, like cast. Damn it, I had it. Yeah, how to, uh, skin, um, skin seal, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and never. like you were, you, you were never gonna, you know, basically accusing her that she was never gonna use her daughter for this ritual. And then that's where, you know, I think she was just gonna confront her, but one of the cult members, Danielle, goes a little too far and stabs her in the head with like a fucking like a spike yeah it's like i don't know it's like a it's like a foot long fucking spike dude like yeah just right you think she's dead you know yeah yeah. like right into this right into the dome it was just gnarly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and, and, and it was it was like at that moment i was just like oh maybe is the rest of the movie like gypsies in charge or something but uh yeah, it was just I don't know. Anyway, so Gypsy, yeah, this is the moment where Gypsy like really just starts to starts to like try and take take charge of the ship here, and it, it was I don't know, it, like right off the back of that, like there's just like you said it earlier, there's just like some really cool like back to back sort of things that happen in this movie, and like you know the guts, yeah, it picks up the pace, the yeah, guts right there, the 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 stake to the head, and then um. God, okay. What's the what's what's right after the stake to the? It uh, cuts back to the. A lot. Uh, well, a lot happens next because then it yeah, cuts back to the girls, and uh, you see Sam walk away to do something, and uh, Judy makes a call to Gypsy and is like, "Hey, I want back in," and you think that maybe she's switching sides, but it turns out to be a ruse because they come to the house and Sam. It shows Sam like cutting one of the cult members' throats, and then it cuts to them and they're running through a forest. Um, Sam gets attacked by like this tree creature. Judy yeah. kills her, and then the while this is, yeah, with a gun. But while this is going on, it shows that Danica isn't dead. She like comes back to life. She pulls the spike out of her head. She goes through in, her in freezer really, and starts in a really cool like slow kind of sequence. She like she like yeah gets it out of her head. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She starts eating meat out of the freezer to like. I'm assuming to give her some more power. But anyway, so Sam and Judy run out of the woods and Danica's there and confronts them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then this is where, like, the tail end of the movie comes because Danica, uh, um, she, Sam's going to shoot her, but then she pulls out, like, part of her shirt and has control over her and she goes to shoot the gun and there's, like, a force field and it doesn't work. Yeah. And now Sam and Judy are both incapacitated and yeah. Sam falls unconscious again. Yeah, for the second time. Yeah, that yeah, Danica yeah. Danica has like a little like uh necklace or something that Judy took off when she was Yep. Yep. In the That's right. Gypsy's house and and yeah, they have like a scrap she has like a scrap of Sam's shirt and she uses that to like I don't know, cast some some spells or whatever, but yeah, the next time mm-hmm. you see Sam wake up though, it's uh oh shit not yeah. necessarily as nice as the first situation <laughs> yeah no, no football on tv and good kush with jerry o'connell it's uh <laughs> it's, <laughs> she wakes no up and she's strapped like you know head to head basically on this sacrificial like table in some like yes yeah. nice, like skimpy looking like sexy outfit uh ready like with with judy and and uh, a lawn full of cult members right in front of them yeah 
and it's like this moment it's I, it's it's the moment that they've been like you know the the, the group the cult group has been tra- like working for basically this entire yeah. time right which was yeah. surprising to me i didn't think we were ever going to get to this when i first saw this movie i was like there's no way they're going to actually like anyway get to the ritual yeah but but yeah they're... what were you gonna say Oh, I was gonna say, but this is also this uh, the scene where Danica just kind of re- reveals that she's alive to to everybody. If and, correct? Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, and she she killed. Yeah, it's the scene where she kills. Uh, um, Gypsy is cool because she like Gypsy tries apologizing and she's not having it, and she essentially like drowns her on dry land from the inside out. Yeah. And it really was, dude. It was it was a really cool sequence because, mm-hmm. like, she's like you know, she's you know, tell, like describing like the weight of the water, uh, yeah, the stuff, and then you can see Gypsy like slowly like kind of like, oh, uh, she stops like moving, she stops really kind of like talking. All of a sudden, she's like kind of looks like she's like choking up, choking up, and then some water comes out of her mouth, and then there's this really brief but cool cut shot of like fake Gypsy. Yeah, basically i don't know maybe i don't know what it was but there's there's like a you know gypsy but with like eyes like or water like coming out of her eyes like eyes like, yeah rushing out and like her nose and her mouth and like boom she's drowned it was it was a really she's cool dead scene. yeah and you only see that like you see that for like a second but it's like a dummy for a second yeah, yeah it was a really cool like moment though i thought it was i thought it was fucking rad um but yeah she's dead and then so the cult members start you know doing the ritual it shows one of them uh, start putting salt around the rim, and but when Gypsy dies, uh, her hand kind of messes up the seal there too, which comes into play in a minute. But yeah, yeah. so the cult members, you know, Danica's doing all these invocations to start the ritual, um, and the cult members are starting to get naked and put masks on and get a little freaky. Yeah, it's getting a little eyes wide shut around that place. <laughs> yes, uh, but, but yeah, before yeah. anything could happen, what were you gonna say? Oh, keep going, keep going. Before anything could happen, Sam. It's this funny scene where, um, so Sam is starting to get pregnant. You can tell she's starting to get pregnant, and ultimately does. But she sees the guy that from earlier that ordered the pizzas and didn't tip her. Yeah, she gets really fucking angry and manages to, like with her like anger strength to break out of the restraints. <laughs> Dude, and she starts. Yeah, <laughs> like that would not, you know. It was awesome. She's like, cool. yeah. It was, <laughs> Hulk got mad, man. But yeah, she breaks out of her her, her chains. Yeah. Um, and she threatens to kill the baby. She's like, I'll do it. Yep, I'll do it. She grabs a blade and she's like, yeah. She threatens to stab just like the baby straight through her, and then uh, she starts demanding that they let Judy go. Yeah. And then this is where, and I like in just such like a brief second Rebecca Romaine just like whoosh, and then like like just cuts <laughs> Judy's throat like no sorry and I was just like uh, I just honestly I thought Judy was gonna make it to the to the end of the movie I started thinking like most she almost did, did. She yeah almost did yeah she almost did <laughs> uh but yeah and then and then that's when uh basically they re-pin Sam down and she starts giving birth if I'm correct. Well, well, no, no. So she's about, you think she's going to get, you think, you think she's giving birth, but so earlier in the, you know, that scene, how you talked about how they like needlessly explain her backstory. Mm-hmm. Well, in that part, she talks about how, when she was, you know, had cancer and was with her boyfriend or whatever that, um, yeah, he introduced to her, like if she's ever stressed out or needs to calm down to start chanting two fuzzy bunnies. So she starts doing that here, and then it, dude. And then the movie just kind of goes really fucking bonkers well, because it shows. Well, she does. You does think she maybe give, she? Does she give birth to those things though? Like, in, I don't know. It's not explained. Like, like maybe. Well, I mean, like in that, like I guess in like the the way of like whatever magical sense of like this was supposed to happen. Like, we, yeah. I mean, because like, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I see. I yeah. So that's. But I, I guess I didn't full-on connect that the two fuzzy bunnies thing to, the, to that earlier on Th- thanks for clearing that up but, yes but, you're welcome. But, then, but then right right after this uh is when they introduce that other sam right 
Yeah, because she like wakes up and she's in her normal clothes. She's not pregnant. She's in the backyard, but there's not the cult members there. There's just this like creepy little girl on a swing. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on here? You know, Which is actually the second time. Or third, because third time that you've seen this little girl at the moment, which I because th- I think she's like when she first gets to the neighborhood, I think it's the little girl she waves at. Yeah, which I thought was just like a just a weird, you know, random character to creep her out. Yeah, uh, and then she's also at one of the houses. Yeah, you see her upstairs, like looking down from a balcony or something. Yeah, uh, but that's the, the, then yeah, but then you finally find out. So Sam approaches the gr- the girl on the swing, and and you find out. What, what that she, that she she is actually a, it's ridiculous a yeah. demon named Sam Samazel or something like that so, Sam Samazel Samazel yeah and, and basically she's like of a higher rank than Baphomet and you know she's <laughs> upset that that they didn't try to summon her you know that's what I, that's what I loved about it though there was like it wasn't like this like wholesome redemption thing it was like this demon is fucking angry that you were like worshiping the other demon that he looks at as lesser <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like i may be a little girl but i'm the meanest and all yeah. this shit you yeah, know she says like she like has this line about lat the ladder she's like she's like you know i'm up here baphomet's down here <laughs> she's like i'm the biggest meanie of them all yeah, yeah. and yeah it's and uh and so uh, uh, while they're having this like kind of while Sam and Sam are having this conversation and kind of figuring like uh, Samazal basically picks up one of the two fuzzy bunnies and just has it in her hands and is basically like telling Sam at first that she was going to kill her right mm-hmm. she's because she because she's like uh, she explains that she's going to teach all these cult members a lesson and Sam's like but what about me and she's like, well, it'll be a sh- short, quick, painful death, essentially. Yeah. But then... <laughs> but yeah, but then uh, Sam brings back the the code of the Sams. Yeah, clever. Which is like, I, you know, I, I figured that there was going to be brought back up at some point, but this I just didn't expect, you know? So yeah. convinces the demon that the code of the Sams is real, and if she really wants to be basically like an honorable demon who like you know because she says that she's all about following like these like demon rules, demon rules hierarchy yeah. or whatever yeah that like if she's good then she better follow the code of the sams you know and like help the sam out in the jam <laughs> it was a great way to trick her yeah it was it was and then she instantly bites into the bunny and she's like run and then it yeah. switches back to the cult scene and then it gets even more bonkers yeah dude because and that, that was like, that was a really cool switch because like at first, you know, this whole interaction was happening and you're still just sort of like, wait, but what happened? Like, yeah. And then like, yeah, just like to boom back. It's like the action is still there. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. Danica gets beheaded. Yeah. Danica gets straight <laughs> beheaded. And it was a cool beheading, beheading sequence. Yeah, like, it was. Plop, whoosh, blood everywhere. I love a good beheading, dude. I can see it a million trillion times in movies. I am a sucker for a fucking beheading Yo. or a decapitation scene like I'm when done man. well oh man it just lo- it just it just looks good uh i'm convinced that that's gonna be the way i die because i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll make sure it looks good though i promise okay yeah. thank you thank you yeah all this so the final sequence is like all well not the final sequence but the final sequence with the cult members is basically Sam grabs one of the bunnies and runs away as like all these cult members die in agony. Yeah, you know, like writhing around naked but dying now. <laughs> they get their comeuppance. No more ecstasy. It's just all death. <laughs> they get. Their yeah, it's pretty. Cr- for sure. I, yeah, I'm just. It's it's a bummer that Judy had to die because you know, I thought she was gonna make it too. You know, yeah, and they were like friends, kind of essentially. Exactly. I thought that like it was strange to like. I don't know. I mean, I just thought that she was gonna make it to the end, yeah. But yeah, you're right. So, so Sam basically uh, snags the, the remaining bunny and <laughs> hops on her her moped, which was out of gas, and not working earlier. Uh, yeah, has this moment, and then like you know, kind of like re-embraces the bunny, and then like a boom, the moped starts, and you know, she, and she's able to take off af- out of there. And then that you know, just you see her basically trail back. It trails back to the pizza place 
<laughs> where she like storms in and the boss is like you look like you have a long night <laughs> you know and she goes and gets her five bucks back that's right yeah she, she didn't have money she had to deposit it she yeah deposit the five bucks on the fucking thermal pizza so bag. ridiculous yeah uh, and then she's like i'm moving to australia or whatever <laughs> which is like she talked about earlier where you know her her and her boyfriend like like australia or whatever where they were gonna go and she writes yeah. songs about it so yeah she's like you know she yeah. quits her job after one day and she's it ends with her riding off into the sunset with the bunny. Yeah, <laughs> which, which honestly, like, it was just like, I, you know, fine. It was like kind of kind of a fine way to end the movie because it was just so wild up until that point. Like, there's so yeah. many different things about this movie that I just did. I honestly didn't expect. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, some sort of fairly straightforward uh, Satanist trying to worship Satan, going to kill a girl, you know? <laughs> no, it goes off the, like, I wouldn't say off the rails because it's a good movie, but it's like, there's a lot of over the top ridiculous shit, you know, like the, the drill dildo, yeah. um, you know, and yeah, like there's like, <laughs> any, any, any like, the, the gut, the gut sequences and stuff like that, you know, it's, yeah, you know, even the, like the, the spell casting stuff was, was, it was cool. It was well done. It was cool, and it was like it was like over the top in certain ways that worked just perfectly. But that's that's mm -hmm. the reason why I wanted to talk about this movie because it was like, you know, like they were able to get away with these things and make a successful movie. Mm -hmm. I think because there's like you know in terms of horror, there's just like so much that has become either loved because it's campy or loved because it's uh, you know, spooky or love because it's just like over the top or whatever. But, you know, it wasn't, this movie wasn't relying on being scary, I think. It was relying mm -hmm. on the fun elements of what horror can be. And I, yeah. thought, I thought that was what was really cool about this. It was, it was a good movie and, and they pulled off all these like kind of interesting, uh, you know, tropes and stuff like that. Um, but it, it was, you know, it, I don't know, it was, it was, it was it was fun to see like a not a movie that was trying to take itself seriously i guess but but accomplishing some some good like horror specific laughs you know yeah so, yeah satanic panic man i definitely i would definitely recommend watching it but uh, it's a good it's a fun watch yeah it's a fun watch and you get to see jerry o'connell die it's it's you know win-win all around yeah <laughs> no, and rebecca romaine rebecca romaine does a really good does a really fantastic job with her like you with her she had fun in this movie. yeah yeah with her evil character you know she got to play a different role than she was probably used to so she did a really good job yeah she was awesome in this it, it, it had a shockingly solid uh cast that really like bounce like bounce well off of each other i think so mm -hmm. yeah. a kooky cast of characters a yeah kooky, spooky, even the yeah. bit like the, we didn't really do enough justice for how like ridiculous the babysitter babysitter character is because she has some hilarious dialogue. She does. She she is in, in you know just that one scene that one scene, you know whole scene, but it's she like stands out. That whole sequence is like yeah. Besides the Jerry O'Connell sequence, I think that's got to be my favorite sequence for sure. I agree. You know what I mean? But Jerry O'Connell's just so just that. He just—it was just the way he like had a couple of lines and like just the fact that it was Jerry O'Connell and like it was just like you know it just it just worked. He's just so like he knows that he's about to die, but he's just so like nonchalant and just relaxed about it, you know. Yeah. He's like, they're gonna fucking kill me. They're gonna fucking kill you too. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, that was good. But uh, so, Satanic Panic 2019. This will probably be the most current movie that we do. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but what do we? But you, you, you have one set aside for next week that I am, I am. We talked about briefly before recording, but I am looking forward to watching. Uh, yeah, what, it's what, a classic. What can the you want? You want to spill? You, you you want to spill the beans on the title, or you want to kind of, or not yet? I think I think we should. I'd love to get in the habit of maybe trying to trying to pick them out ahead of time so we can like maybe let people let people who listen know so that they can okay. watch it when then listen so next weekend we are going to be doing one of my i told jared that if i had like it's so hard to come up with a favorite list of horror movies you know but 
Dolls, directed by Stuart Gordon. Um, it's a Charles Band production. It's a fantastic movie. It was, you know, we'll talk about it more next weekend, but there's like, it, it's great. Anyway, anyway, we'll just talk about Dolls. it next weekend, but it's called, it's called Dolls. It's fucking amazing. There's some great effects, some sh- shitty characters that you can't wait till they die, um, and some really creative shit. So, and uh, where can the hot dogs find this that you that you know of? If it's on, is it, you said it's on. Uh, they ju- they just put it back on Shutter. So. Shutter. Okay, cool. So there, yeah, check it out if you can because we're going to be talking about it next week. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. If you say it's one of your favorites, yeah. then it's got to be fucking worth watching. Like, it's probably it, one of my like. If I had like a 50 favorite horror movies, it'd be it'd be on that list because it's yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee it, man. Anything that you put your stamp of approval on horror-wise is like is worth is worth peeping. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hot dogs, you heard it here. Uh, make sure you actually check out Satanic Panic if you get a chance because it's a fun movie. Watch Dolls if you want to try. If you want to catch along with us on on next week's episode. But I'm, I mean, I think that's all I got for Satanic Panic. You got yeah. any last words on the subject? Not really. You want to say goodbye to Jerry O'Connell? I know he's listening. Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> keep on, keep on listening. <laughs> if only we could, if only we could get Rebecca Romain to listen. You know, that would be the better yeah. of those two. No offense. Jerry. I don't know. <laughs> Jerry's a. Le- I mean, hey, he's a legend. I'll give he's, him that. He's, he's got some. He's got some street cream. I mean, yeah. If you can get pull a wife like that, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Respect. Respect. <laughs> All Respect. Right. All right, hot dogs. Go out there and be good to each other. Yes.